0: Lilac Paint, by Megan Olivier, read by Megan Olivier. She was never real to you. It's difficult to mourn an abstract concept, a 2D shape. Still, can I blame you? I want to blame you. Even if I was the one who was supposed to be taking care of her, and housing her, and feeding her, keeping her warm. Even if I was always going to be the one to have the final say. My final say was a nod, accepting your voice as the voice of truth when you muttered, I don't know how we'd manage. Before falling silent for the next 48 hours, waiting for the storm to clear behind my eyes. Maybe you were waiting for me to forget. You're not silent anymore. You're standing with your ankles in the ocean, beckoning to me, asking me to get in. It's actually really nice, you say. Does the smile on your face mean you've forgotten? Or does it mean your head is buried further in the sand than your heart was 18 months ago? We couldn't bury her. I said I knew she was a girl. Maybe I was talking shit. Chemicals swimming around my brain making me crazier for a while. But if we could have been sure, if a sonographer could have told us immediately, would you have stayed so quiet? You might not remember that once, when we were younger, drunker, standing in a queue, you told me that you wanted a daughter. You've always been a good drunk, a funny drunk. This could be good for us, I'd said. The timid little girl in me took the silence that followed as a threat. Sometimes I doubted you loved me on my own, so how could I know you'd still want me as two? It was too much to ask of you, and I didn't want to see you sad, and it was probably for the best, because who were we to do this? Who was I to bring someone onto earth before I knew my place? What if we argued? What if she had a peanut allergy? What if we broke up after six months? What if we had to change a bad nappy? What if we crashed the car? What if, God forbid, someone ended her life? Fuck you, I should have cried. I'll do this on my own if I have to. How dare you try and destroy me with your fear. But of course, people don't say things like that out loud. Why am I still sleeping with you? Because you whisper I love yous. You let me cry about it whenever I need to. You clutch my hand through the night like I'm the child and we're crossing the road together. And I like to think that you do regret it now. You say it and I believe it and at the same time... I realised that it's quite easy to regret something when there's no way to turn back the clock. You're safe in your regret. We'll be more careful than we've ever been before. You'll wipe away my tears once a month. Our consciences will clear like clouds and the sun will light our world yellow. You didn't cry, but your eyes sparkled when you watched me walk into the clinic. I heard your voice saying, let's go home. I'm sorry. I was wrong. But that was just my own fantasy, rolling over and over in my head until it was done and I couldn't go back. I don't know how we'd manage, you'd said. We were 22. You'd have been 23 by the time she was lying against your bare chest. Two months after we walked out of that clinic, you got a job offer. You were so happy, and your mum kissed you on the lips and called your grandparents. An actual real-life graduate job for a graduate. Who would have thought it? When we went out for dinner, I picked up my meal because I was eating for one. For one I didn't even like. If she'd been alive, I would have had seconds or thirds just to get the calories in. I'd have ordered something with spinach. Excuse me, I'd have muttered, before locking myself in a toilet cubicle. I'd have still had morning sickness, even though it was evening, because crap like that always happens to me. Sometimes I'm sick now, despite it all, vomiting acid until my throat is stripped. If you hadn't told them already, you'd have told your parents that night. They'd have ordered champagne and a glass of something else that sparkled for me, made a toast to your new job and our new life. I didn't have a job but I had freelance work. One month later, I had more clients than I could handle on my own. My heart sank with each new inquiry. I would have had extra to buy bunny-shaped fairy lights and onesies covered in smiling strawberries and a pot of lilac paint for the spare room. Sometimes I almost take them to checkout before I stop and remember the pointlessness. Just a year out of uni. At least we were out of uni. We were seven years older than 16. Did you stop and think about that? I'm not making this up. I promise. We're adults. Adults who might have chosen this fate just four short years from now. You said, I thought maybe soon. Not yet. There's so much I want to do. As if the moment that tiny person took her first breath, you'd take your last. As if we do anything together these days. I can't even remember the last time I was drunk. I can't remember the last time we went to a concert or travelled somewhere that took more than two hours in the car or went to the fucking gym or even danced in the kitchen. And I can't remember the last time I felt like my love for you was clean before the bitterness started building like plaque. Okay, my love, I'm sorry. I'm calm now, I promise. I've taken a deep breath. You meant well, just like you always mean well. You wanted to save us, keep us strong, plan a nice wedding in a couple of years' time, buy me a nice dress. But you were wrong. I didn't come out the other side stronger. We can't walk into the sun dry as if the hailstones never plummeted down on our heads. Something dark and sad and black like ink lives inside of me now. A clump of it rises to my throat whenever we're lying in bed together, like the clots of blood that fall into the toilet every month. When it doesn't involve me, I'm pro-choice. When I'm scribbling an essay, I fight for the other side. And now I don't long for a clump of cells, even if they were my cells threaded together with the cells of you. Instead, I hold on to that one potential future we poisoned with pills. I know all of the dates. 30 years from the day I was due to hear a first cry, I'll remember. There are a few decisions you make in a lifetime that have a massive, irreversible impact on your life and the lives of those around you. There was a person, a woman, who had a high probability of coming into being, and I took myself and your silence and put a stop to it. Scribbled her out in thick red permanent marker. He said... It could have been a miscarriage. The statistics are high for the first few months. You can't predict what would have happened. Why imagine the most perfect outcome and torture yourself? See? I never have to worry. You're always there with words of reassurance to help me through. We carry this pain equally, 50-50, like we'd spread the weight of our fucking hand luggage. Come on, get in, you say. You're so eager. You always want to keep me alive. If I could picture her, I could pick her up and lower her tiny frame into the water, send her away with a prayer to no one, but I'll never know her face. Instead, I wade through the water, slow, taking time to stop and adjust the straps of a black bikini I shouldn't be able to get away with wearing anymore. You would have been amazing. That's the worst part. Every night when I close my eyes, I see you kissing my stomach and then kissing her forehead and then blending vegetables into a hideous mush. Today... You'd be running down the beach with tiny fat legs on your shoulders. You'd swing her around and dip her toes in the water, all the while making sure she was sticky with sunscreen. My heart would fill up with love for our little unexpected project. I'd kiss you both, and when she was sleeping in her travel cot, I'd sleep with you like nothing was sour between us, like I could actually stand being in your arms. See? Knew you'd be fine once you stuck a toe in. It's really warm after a few seconds. Come swim with me. I stay where I am. I stay in the shallows. I lie back and let the waves rock my body. Back and forth, back and forth. My ears are filled with salt water. I'm sorry, my love. I can't hear you anymore. Not properly. Your voice is a muffled vibration. I am submerged and I am safe. I am somewhere you are not.